I'm the man. I'm the myth. This is the legend. So, let's get this started. Let's indeed, let's get this started. So. I cannot wait for this second endeavor, endeavor of us recording a podcast. Yeah. This <laughs> time it'll, it'll, it'll be a little bit more planned out this time. Oh, it, it, it already has. The fact that you guys have a time and questions and you're speaking in complete sentences and brain's not just sitting there giggling at whatever James said already. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, I know. That, that, was, that was the entire thing. Yeah, that was, um, that was a really funny moment, actually, for me, because it was, as a teacher, you have, like, these moments where you are so pulled between, like, A, I think what these two boys are doing is so funny and so hilarious and so terrific, but on the other hand, what these boys is doing are doing is such a disaster and a waste of everybody's time. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't really know as a teacher, like, do I encourage this or do I just put a stop to it? <laughs> I'm, glad it did, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> I, 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 I have a strong feeling about this one. I got a strong feeling about it too. I don't. <laughs> All right, well, James, you want to start off with the questions? Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Um, too many tabs open. Uh, you know, what do you do for a job? What do I do for a job? Yeah. Um, at school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my official title at the school this year is I am a RTI coordinator and GT facilitator. Okay. So that's like the... Uh... Like, like NVIDIA working on the uh, graphics card and stuff, you know, RTX. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, a li- that's a little different. That's, that's a little different a bit part of an area. It's literally not that. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, um... I, I hear so, GT in the title. What do you, are, are you talking what do you like... actually do for a job? Uh, see, that's the great question. That, that's, my, that's my job title. So, like, that's what's on my email. That's what... Um, you tell everybody that you do officially what i do what i actually do so this week uh, mr johnson has jury duty so Ooh, we don't have does? he does <laughs> yeah so we don't have an administrator um and i have my administrator license so, so it's like uh, lawless anarchy there right <laughs> no actually i'm in charge that's oh, the crazy that sounds scary it's slightly terrifying like i've done <laughs> I, we did two fire drills today, and that was scary. I mean, we did one yesterday and two? one today. Yeah, we had to do them back to back because we have cohorts now. So we had to do one with the A cohort and one with the B cohort. Oh. So but not, but none with drills. the online kids. I wonder how that would work. <laughs> A fire drill Move with part. online kids. <laughs> it's just like, hey, get out of your house real quick. Yeah, I don't know what they look like at home. <laughs> that, that, That's actually a really good point. Like, if there's a fire while a kid's doing schoolwork at home, like if you're zooming with your teacher and there's a fire, is the teacher responsible for you getting out of the house? I don't know. I would hope not. I mean, what's the, what's I the would teacher going to do? Does the teacher, teacher get charged with manslaughter for <laughs> keeping you inside? <laughs> yeah, that... exactly. Thank you, James. Like, and what does the teacher say? Like, if you just like, hey, stop messing around. You're like, my house is on fire. Sure, it is, kid. And the kid gets like smoke. Smoke poisoning, if that's even a thing. And then, yeah, is the teacher responsible? I don't know. Um, so, aside from that, so I do. Um, 
So I do this year a little bit of everything because Sedalia is so small. So I um, help out at recess. I deliver some breakfast. I organized meetings for the school leadership team. I spent a lot of time looking at data to talk about what might be the best interventions to help students. I talked to parents um, a lot. And then hopefully get into the classroom pretty soon and we get to start working with kids again. So we're doing a lot of stuff out here. Nice. Well, how do you like it? Yeah. Um, I really like it most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. I heard I, one of my dad's friends, he's a business consultant. He's told me once that if you like your job 65% of the time or more, it's a good job for you. And I would say I like this job five or more. Um, what happens the other 20% of the time? <laughs> that's a great question. So one of the parts that I don't always like is, so with COVID going on, we can't have kids who are coughing or sick in any capacity in school. So yesterday we had a kid who came to school and he started coughing um, a lot. And so we had to, and it was his first day of school. So he, within the first hour of the day, we had to ask him to go ask his mom to come pick him up because he was coughing too much. And so he's sitting in the health room crying, thinking he got in trouble or something because he um, just was coughing and like he didn't do anything wrong. Like that part sucks. And like hearing some of the stuff that students go through is really hard. Or like I had a student a few years ago who like, took my cell phone and started texting my wife with my cell phone. Yeah. Oh, um, I think I know him. That. I think I know him. <laughs> and having, and he was a student that I absolutely adored, but like having to sit down with that student and like be mad and be frustrated and, and talk through that. I don't always enjoy that. What a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I ever come into contact with that kid again, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. I'll tell you that. I'm going to beat him up. No, I'm not going to be, it's just going to be like, um, dirty looks or like super passive aggressive things. Oh. Like I'll make a face or I'll just turn my back and walk away. Nothing physical. No, but it's, I mean, yeah. And there are some other things like, I mean, I mean, honestly, part of it's probably some of your frustrations that you guys have when you have to collaborate at school with, um, maybe people you wouldn't choose first to collaborate with. Um, where you have different ideas and sometimes that can be really hard and challenging working with colleagues, but it can also be one of the best parts. So most of the time, I really, really like this job a lot. It sounds like a fun job. It is a fun job. Well, here is a, uh, something that I've heard from, uh, children that have come into your presence according oh, anyone, from, from last any, year. Anyone in particular? Uh, uh, not to name any names, but uh, my brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my brother. Um, but uh, so he was saying that he was pretty frustrated with the management of how you handle your business. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like in a general capacity, like, or like he kind of just felt like a little. Like how I time your shoes. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, that was big You're doing it incorrectly. <laughs> Again. For the fourth time this week. Um, but, like, I'm, I'm guessing 
that with uh, with him it was recess. Yeah, mostly. that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what we did last year with recess, honestly, was I was really opposed to it at first because it was we had a we brought in a recess consultant to help us. What? Yeah, for real. Like to help us make recess a more productive time for everybody which seemed really dumb to me yeah i feel like first. that's like counterproductive like oh, exactly <laughs> isn't recess supposed to be where kids go out and do what they want a hundred percent that's what i thought but what i found is that and we it's not like we took it away we just added some structure to it and i know that's a word that kids usually hate is structure but we added some structure to it and what that did is it helped us create a safer environment at recess so not um, kids missing the ball and kicking kids in the shin and chipping them yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah honestly because i mean our uh, the playground at Sedalia is it's huge it's for the number generous. of kids too. and so when we had like for example 30 kids outside and they have almost two acres to run around in it's really difficult for us as teachers to create an environment where we know what's going on like I mean, Brayden, you remember like when you were there, there was a group of kids that would like go back behind the backstop and like hold hands and try to kiss each other all the time. Oh yeah, that was that, oh. was, that was really weird. It was, yeah, it, it is it's really weird. It makes people feel really uncomfortable. And so when we shrunk recess down a little bit, it made it safer and it made it um, a place where there were less fights. It made, there was less behavior issues. Yeah, I've, I've um, heard a lot of yeah. good things about yeah. like, how, a lot of kids have been acting a lot better than they have when, say, me and James went to school there. I maybe there's a correlation between the two. I don't know. <laughs> it's just the fact that we're not there. The whole school is I mean, better now. Yeah. It's weird when when you guys' classes went away, disciplinary actions went down as a whole. <laughs> Who's to say what that's about? Well, I. <laughs> I did I did notice while I was there that a lot of the younger kids like fifth graders um, mm-hmm. when I was in sixth grade would always act a lot like more more against the teachers in mm-hmm. because of what the sixth graders were doing mm-hmm. and even when Very I was much. in fifth grade I noticed that as well yeah and I think I myself I am guilty of that as well but maybe a, a little bit was, I don't know. But now I've seen and talked to a lot of the uh, sixth graders or were sixth graders, now seventh graders, mm-hmm. and they are a lot nicer people than the fifth and sixth graders that were there when I was there. And hopefully the recess thing was a part of it, but who knows? We also got a counselor full time and she's been awesome. Yeah, that's made a huge difference. So um, I wouldn't say it's purely because you guys left, but it's maybe <laughs> that has and, something to do with it. I'm not. I'm not a think- big fan of uh, school counselors, honestly. Like one time, I had, really? to, I had to go to a uh, school counselor to, uh, you know, because I was such a juvenile delinquent. <laughs> and um, I remember we played we played like a board game called Snakes and Ladders, uh-huh. and I remember it was very counterproductive because I got very mad. <laughs> 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 because it's it's a, it's a ridiculous game. It's all based on luck, and I hate it. Yeah, and there's no smart. Getting extremely mad. Well, are you, yeah, you're probably worse than my 
anger issues for <laughs> irreparably. So play snakes and ladders. Yeah. Um, that's um. What was the what was the purpose? Did she say like why you guys were supposed to play snakes and ladders? And what is snakes and ladders? Is it like a it's shoots and ladders? Shoots and ladders. Yeah, I think it's just oh, the yeah. same thing. Like the shoots yeah. is the same thing as the snakes. You got to go down. Yeah. So it's like generic cereal except for board games. <laughs> yeah. Right. Gotcha. Cool. Well, no, counselors right. can be um, very polarizing. I actually had an older student come in uh, a couple days ago and share a, a really negative experience with a counselor and um, was just asking for advice of what to do next. Yeah, counselors can be really a negative thing if it's the wrong counselor. The right counselor can change your life. But the wrong, the wrong one can make you never want to talk to them again. Right. But I, you know what I like about your question six? Is I think that anytime you do a job, and I think you guys will experience this as you become podcast moguls. Oh, yeah. We're going to become podcast um, gods. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have no doubt you will. Um, High aspirations. Is you have to, that being okay with the frustration of other people, like being okay with the fact that you know people are going to hate what you do, but even though you you know it's right, you keep doing it. Wise words. All right. From a wise man. <laughs> All right, next next question. This is, this, is, this is my personal favorite. All right, we're we're going old school rules here. You old can use anything. Rules. There's nothing. There's no, the no restrictions. Playground. How many oh. kindergartners do you think you take on in a one in like? It, they're going to be endless too. So and, yeah, endless, endless waves of them. Endless yeah. waves. <laughs> so really, it's not an issue of. If I survive, but how long I survive? <laughs> it's like yeah, how, exactly. How, how many could you take on without? This is know. last stand. You're 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 protecting the president from an invasion of little people. <laughs> little. People. Oh, the president, huh? It's a revolution um, of kindergartners. Honestly, and, and this may sound like a cop out. I'd probably say zero. And why? I is think that? I, I think Donnie. I would. I, yeah, I think it is. I think it's a Gandhi thing. I think I would rather go down, bludgeoned to death by six-year-olds <laughs> than to punch a kindergartner in the face. Yeah, zero. I'm going to go with zero. I would lay, I would sit down in a yoga pose, cross my legs, put my arms up in that um position, and just let them bludgeon me. But the kids, but the kids are gonna be cruel because they're kindergartners. Oh, uh, they don't understand. Yeah. They don't have a crass. <laughs> they don't, crass they don't have morals. Yeah, guys, I, I hear what you're saying, and like, I don't love my answer, but it's also probably the truth. I mean, it, it, it's gonna take a while. Like, it's gonna be a slow and painful death. Like, they're, yeah, they're not super strong. They no. they lose momentum real quick. Like, they'll be like two punches in, and then they'll get tired and like need a break. So you're you're just waiting around for it could take days. You might actually starve to death before. You're gonna die of old age. Yeah, you might. You very well could. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm gonna go with zero. Oh, well, personally, I think I could take um infinite. <laughs> infinite. Infinite yeah. amounts of I could take I could take the chains off the swing set and I could just use that, you know? No, like a, I'm not like a, I am not going to engage in a fighting six-year-old conversation with you. Fine. Okay. Be like that. I 100% will be like that. I could use the chain as like a garrote wire. Honestly, <laughs> go you, you know. You should, you should line up a. You should line up a meeting with Brown Town. 
after you meet with me and you get this all edited and looking nice, have a meeting with Brown Town and he's somebody who can give you a straight answer because he's retired and he doesn't care. <laughs> yes. Oh, I haven't talked to him in so long. Oh. I um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll text him after I get done with this and see if he'd be open for it. I can almost yes. guarantee you it. Dude, we should interview That's him. You should. And Lowry definitely wants to be interviewed after he saw the questions yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's right. definitely a thought to be considered. Yeah, keep the podcast going, fellas. Well, so James, would you like to ask the next question? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, this one is an actual serious question. Serious question. Uh-huh. Serious time. Be very careful how you word this. Okay. What are your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter protests and all that? Mm. That has been a fascinating thing that's going on. Um, so, personally, I... The right, and it's my favorite thing about this country, truly. My favorite thing about this country is that everyone has a voice. And that everyone has the right to peacefully protest. And I, I think that the Black Lives Matter movement has brought light to the fact that we do live in a country and we live in a society that is systemically racist. I a hundred percent believe that. Um, there's a lot of data to support it. And even from an educational side there in looking at schools and looking at the services, different schools get, it's not fair and it's not equal and it's not right. Um, so, but I say that with also saying, I think that everyone should be able to protest, but I, I don't like these. I don't like when the protests start to get violent and I don't like what it's done to, um, to some communities and some people within the communities, like the situation that's happening up in Wisconsin right now, where that gentleman got shot in the back seven times in front of his kids. Did you guys see that? Uh, yeah. I saw the I video. Did not. Yeah. It's, it's awful. And they they should 100 percent and i love what his family came out and said and what they his mom came out and said is look we we should protest this this isn't right however i can tell you and her her son's like uh, pretty unconscious right now um would not support some of the violent things that are happening so i i i like i love the protest and i i love what personally it has done um to cause me and my wife and my family to rethink some things and th- rethink choices like we make in our life and and to consider how blessed we are but also being in a position of being blessed what is our I, I do i feel like we have some sort of responsibility to help those who are less fortunate than us so i think the movement is terrific and i i hope that it's not a fad and I hope that's something that causes people to change how they do things. But I also hope people stay safe. And um, I know that violence gets more results and gets more headlines, but um, Martin Luther King and Gandhi are two of my favorite historical figures ever. And neither one of them was violent and neither one of them um, ever shot a gun or ever punched a man that I know of. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but punched somebody. And they both change their countries for the good. So I think that could happen again. Very interesting. Thoughts. Thoughts from Mr. K. Those are what I got. All right. All right. Well, on to the next question. Number nine. Who do you plan on voting for 
for the U.S. presidential election, or what is your stance politically? Honestly, I'm an independent. Um, I tend to be very moderate in what I do. So I, I, I don't ever vote purely Republican because someone's a Republican or Democrat because someone's a Democrat. And I know that that's kind of weird these days, but I... There are a few issues that I, I care deeply, deeply, deeply about. And I tend to focus more on those. Um, going back to a little bit of like the Black Lives Matter, the reality is I am a white male in America, which means that a lot of times my vote can do more helping others than to help myself. So I look a lot at education, obviously. Um, I look a lot at environment because I really care about that. Um, how America looks worldwide matters a lot to me. But to answer your question, I have no idea. And I'm 100% honest. I don't know. I'd love to see, I, I'm excited to see Biden and Trump have a debate. I'm excited to see what third party candidates come out. Um, because that's in the past, I voted for third party candidates as well. Actually, I think I voted for a third party candidate just as much as I voted for either a Democrat or a Republican in my voting career. So I usually don't make a decision until the week before the election. And that's, again, not a cop out. It's just what I do. Yeah, uh, yeah I've heard a lot of that from my parents as well. They're, they're trying not to think about it until they absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. My parents yeah. already went Biden. They're big Democrats. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it would be, it'd be difficult for me to vote for our current standing president, um, because of those same things that I've said, just with education, for environment, for how our standing is in the world. Those priorities don't seem to align very well with my priorities and what I see is important. So um, I, I see that being the most difficult vote to give, but not 100% yet. Well, all right. Next Dude, we guys are messing around. Look at that. Oh, yeah, no. We, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't mess, we don't mess around on this podcast. No, no, no. no. We, we, no. we get things done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> So, um, Mr. K, tell me, what are Great your idea. thoughts on the regulations like uh, wearing masks, social distancing? What are your thoughts on those regulations due to the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic? say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I need to be I official. See. I don't know, honestly. I, I truly don't. I... I get confused, honestly, when I look at, when I look at Europe, Europe has somehow figured out a way to not have COVID be a thing anymore. I don't know fully how they did it. I, and I wonder, I wonder why we couldn't have done those same things. That's my biggest thought and maybe my biggest frustration. Um, I think I'm actually, but I'm okay with. I'm okay with social distancing. I'm okay with wearing a mask. It's not my favorite. Uh, I like that restaurants and movie theaters are starting to open up. That's made things a lot better and easier to cope with things. Oh yeah. 
I think the most difficult thing for me, though, with all of this has to do with how a medical pandemic has become a political issue. So um, how somehow wearing a mask makes somebody or wanting to wear a mask or socially distance makes somebody inherently a Democrat. Or if you don't want to wear a mask or if you want to do whatever you want, it makes you inherently a Republican. And I don't, I don't like that at all. So like, or, or people who, if you want to send your kids to school for five days without a mask, that means you are more Republican. But if you want to wear masks in school or um, do online learning, that means you're probably more of a Democrat. When really the issue to me is always about safety. So that part's been the most frustrating to me. The regulation stuff, it's it's bizarre and I hate I hate how it's affected so many people financially. That part's been really frustrating too. Um, because I think it brings up really good ethical questions like how how many people becoming unemployed or or having to be homeless is is that somehow better than a certain number of people dying? Like, I don't know the answer, but it's these interesting ethical questions that have come up that I'm not quite smart enough or qualified enough to speak to that um, has been really interesting. But I mean, the pandemic sucks. Like, oh yeah. It just sucks. It sucks. It sucks that you guys have to do this over the computer instead of just being able to come into my office and have a conversation. That would be pretty awesome. That would be good. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Well, what do you guys think about it? Um, I mean, I don't leave the house anyway, so it doesn't really affect <laughs> me. <laughs> you can just stay home and play video games all day. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the easy life. I tried to convince my parents to let me do that too. <laughs> I get half the, I get half the work and twice the amount of fun. <laughs> uh, all right, what's next? Well. All right, next next question, James. This is your. Oh wait, no, this is my turn. Sorry. Oh, my my turn. Oh wait, no, James's turn. Make a decision. Um, what are your plans for the uh, school year? Plans for the school year. Yeah. Well, as, as acting pr uh, principal. Well, that's just for today and yesterday. Oh, so that's wow. very short lived. <laughs> but um. I'd really like to get into administration or I would like to get a job with a sort of an educational company that works with um, statistics and data and research because I just geek out about that stuff. So one of those two things. So my plan for this is uh, work really hard over the next few months and my time here at Sedalia to make it a better place for all students. And then while that's going on, try to find a job in administration or at one of those places that I just mentioned, uh, either in Colorado or we're considering uh, widening the net and looking outside of the state. Um, additionally, my wife is, ex is pregnant. And so we're expecting our second kid in January. Ooh, so that's the thing. Oh, it's very eventful. That's the most important thing I'm doing this year is having a healthy child. Nice. Well, speaking yeah. of children, how 
are you? Um, how, how has it been being being a father to a child? Um, this is 100% true. It is the best, most pleasant surprise of my entire life. I never knew how much I would enjoy having a kid. Um, oh, I can't show you that one. Um, let me find a picture of it and show you all. I know it's like, I know this is an audio, but. Right, but. You know. Us as the hosts of ours can. Right. Feel great about this. Well, so it's taking a while because like he's getting potty trained right now. So most of the time he's like walking around our house without pants on. And I'm definitely not showing you those pictures. <laughs> it just sounds like Colin on a regular day. Yeah. I mean, it's your brother. <laughs> he does. Um, like so it- this is. This is him. I took him on a hike the other day and he started going off the trail because he wanted to find animal poop. Um, so we spent me too. Yeah. (laughs) Got a scavenge for it. Just scavenge for it. So we spent 20 minutes just walking around the woods where he held a stick and waved around in a sword, like a sword and looked for animal poop. And it was maybe one of the most fun things I did all summer. Like he's awesome. Like he's trying to learn how to play baseball. And yesterday I threw a ball just straight at his stomach because it was funny. And he, um, not a real big, like plush one. And he throws his bat down and he goes, dad, baby in my stomach. I'm like what? And he's like, I'm like, you have a baby in your stomach. Yeah. Baby sister. I'm like, buddy, you don't have a baby. Mommy has the baby. And he looks at his stomach and lifts his shirt up and starts poking at it. And he looks at me and he goes, baby sister <laughs> the other day he like laid down and like peed all over his own face which is disgusting he like he's obsessed because he's potty trained so he's like obsessed with poo and poop and pee so we were like watching a video about panda bears do you guys know how many times panda bears poop in a day i don't know but becca Just probably would it, it, they're the most inefficient animals on the planet they eat like 40 pounds 30 years of breed. Right. They eat 40 pounds of bamboo a day, and they poop 100 times a day. So <laughs> what? My son, yeah, and they poop, and it's green. So my son thought it was the greatest thing ever that panda bears poop green 100 times a day. We watched that panda video like six times. It was awesome. God, it's like green day every single day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> 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 No, having a kid is awesome. It's hard. It's really, really hard. And like when he wakes up in the middle of the night, it sucks. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Um, but 99% of the time, wouldn't change it for anything on the planet. He's so cool and can't wait to have another one. I'll bet. I kind of want to meet your kid. I have, I have oh, never met him. He's awesome. He's absolutely terrific. I've seen Mr. Lowry's kids before. Oh, yeah. oh, I've seen all, all, all 73 of them. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many kids. Yeah. Like so 75% weird. of them are here now. Really? Yeah. This isn't uh, yeah. Cohen. You're in school right now? One? Yeah, so he's got one, one in yeah, fourth grade. Oh. Yeah. They don't get out of four. Oh, yeah. He's got one in fourth grade. 
one in second grade and one in kindergarten. And then he's got another one at home still. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that dude sleeps ever. <laughs> like so much work. So much work. But his kids are awesome. Kids are awesome. Again, I'm a teacher, so like I'm totally biased. <laughs> this is all how biased opinions. How are the wives? How are the kids? Good? <laughs> My, my, my wife is currently at work. Same old, same old. Always <laughs> nagging. Working the nine to five. No, no, no James time anymore. I'm sorry, man. That's hard. I like the work, the my yeah. work site is my only yeah, escape. You thought about like maybe doing something special, like surprising her flowers at work or something. You know, bring no. some of the spark back into the relationship. Whenever I come home, she's always drunk. All right, oh, she Lord. just got home from the bar. Yeah, she says it's work, but we all know. James, what grade are you in again? I don't know. What grade are you in? <laughs> I'm not in a grade. I'm a I'm a teacher. So, really, like, are you a are you a are you a sophomore now? Yes. No. No, I'm a I'm a uh, you know guy. I'm a freshman. <laughs> he's 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 like the fresh prince of Bel Air. Yeah, exactly. He's, like a, he's fresh. Um, he's well, fresh, I, yeah. I think it's great that you're in a relationship, James. I just don't think it's good that you're married to someone who's. I, I don't think it's good that you're married as a freshman in high school, but also I don't think it's good that you're married to somebody with a drinking problem. And I think you should maybe talk to somebody. I think maybe you should her. talk to somebody. <laughs> talk to the school counselor. I don't have a problem. You do. I could stop when I want. People just aren't ready to talk about it yet, and that's fine. That's your journey, and I want to be there for you. But um, I'm going to make some boundaries for me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um. Hey, I got to get off in like four minutes. All right. Um, All right. Then uh, final. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking question. final question, or not final mm-hmm. question, but this is this is like a. This is a question we all need to know. Mm-hmm. How old are you? What, 76. What, what is your real age, Mr. Really? K? I, I, I would like to see I find a that co- hard to believe. <laughs> you, you, you're looking pretty dang good for a 70 or a 76 year old. Yeah, I know. I feel pretty good for it too. <laughs> um, I'm 39. 39. Mm-hmm. Pretty dang. young. That's, yeah, you're younger than my parents. My parents I am are not that old. Like my no, ma- your parents are about my age. Well, I mean, you're much younger than Jared's parents, but Jared, James, is, Shut er, up. James's parents because, but James's parents are so old they're basically retired. Yep. Actually, his dad is retired. Your dad is retired. Yeah, your dad yeah. retired when you were here, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Your dad's awesome. And, yeah. He's all right. <laughs> he's he's. He's I. He's I. He's I. He's I. All right. Well, get an interview. Awesome. You guys want? To, we're skipping number twenty. Number twenty. Could still do that. Oh. Well. All right. Well, I guess we let's guess we'll go to that one, James. You want to ask? I him? guess so. I guess we will. Well, no, you read it. You 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 said it. So. Okay. Fine. You do it. How okay, Mr. K, I've heard you're quite a gamer yourself. I wouldn't go that far, but I like the video games. Well what kind of video games do you like to play? I've heard you like uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That's my favorite. Red Dead Redemption is my favorite. One and two are my favorite games ever. Um 
I like games that I don't like to play with other people online. Really? For me, yeah. So like for me, it is something to completely unwind and get away from people. Like my first choice is always to go like into the mountains and go backpacking or go on a hike or go paddleboarding or something. But sometimes when it's like, you know, nighttime, that stuff's not as enjoyable or you just can't get away. So I like to play games like adventure games that you can play by yourself, like solo missions. Like Red Dead Redemption is awesome. I tried the online stuff and I didn't like it very much. Um, I'm playing right now. <laughs> this I need game. to. This I'm game right now as we do this interview. <laughs> yeah, James is playing, probably playing Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, that game is great. Well, um, that game is a classic. It's a cl it is a classic. I'm playing right now Far Cry Primal. I've um, seen a lot of good stuff about Far Cry. It's an absolute... Far Cry Primal is awesome because you're a caveman. That sounds <laughs> like, great. Oh, it's awesome. And you like tame animals and they like follow... It's it's ridiculous, but it's the graphics are great. It's fun. Um, it's mindless. It's perfect. Yeah, just a chill game. It's a super chill game. Like, it's, it's like you die and there's like no real consequences when you die. Like, you have to walk a little bit farther but you don't lose anything you don't have to start your project i used to be more into that but i just i just want something again i'm getting older so like i don't have as much time to do it but i just want something easy when i can play they're so fun. I, I just I, video games are so much fun oh, and they've awesome. become they are awesome and they've become this like platform that combines all the best things about movies and books and art together like and music like they're just awesome oh yeah i i i, I have loved every second of everything that i've ever played a video okay maybe not every second of every video game i've ever played because there are quite a few that i absolutely despise like what uh i don't i'm not a huge fan of madden like I playing used to CSGO go and then getting one tap like so <laughs> yeah. probably hacking. <laughs> probably playing with right. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, boys, I gotta go to a meeting. Um, all right. This has been the best thing I've done all week. This so thank you. No problem. Thank you for Tell coming on the podcast. Hey, my pleasure. Just real. be prepared to be getting emails from our millions of followers. I listeners. can't wait. Can you can you make sure that you call me a friend of the show? Yeah, I always want to be. He's he's always a friend of the show. Mr. K is friend a, of the show. One of the one of the greatest friends of the show. I am a huge fan. Huge fan. Long time listener. Huge fan. <laughs> All forty five years. All forty five years of it. All seventy six years. Um, I'm gonna tell Brown, um, to expect an email from you boys. All right. He'd love to do. That right. sounds fantastic. <laughs> Tell, you, tell your wife I said hi, and I'll be seeing her soon. <laughs> not, I will tell her that. The point I texted her will not be allowed anywhere near her. I will get through all that. <laughs> all right. All right. See ya. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. I'm the man. I'm the myth, and this is the legend.